This episode of Man Cave Movie Night is brought to you by the Aztec Tomb. Um, This is a wonderful illusion, uh, often um, named a magic trick incorrectly. (laughs) This is a wonderful illusion um, that has been uh, present in the media multiple times. um, First uh, involved in the arrest of George Bluth Sr., Um, And then shockingly soon after also related to the disappearance of Earl Milford. Um, uh, Luckily, you know, they found him uh, because it is, in fact, not truly a a haunted Aztec tomb. But now (laughs) this is going on sale once again, and um, it can be yours for only $18,000, which is... whoa. uh, that's, that's it? How, that's pretty cheap. That is how much the Bluth Company obtained it for. Uh, <laughs> and um, that Sounds is right. how much they are also um, selling, selling it for now at, at this time, trying to no longer earn a profit. They're just trying to um, keep themselves going for hopefully a another round of 22 houses that they're trying to build. <laughs> so... Um, the Aztec Tomb. Go and look it up. There are, are videos of Joe Bluth himself using this. Um, and uh, <laughs> you can get one for yourself today. Wow, thanks. Wow. I will. Is there any code yeah. we have to use to, to get it? Or is it just just no, cash? No, just, just, they just wanted to, us to advertise it. They're, oh, okay. they're really doing anything they can at this point to get rid of this thing. So... Hmm. Well, I they, they're just talking to podcasts and saying, please tell them about the Aztec tomb because we really need to sell it. I could use a cool new trick. Um, um, wait, are you a, a trick? Is something a whore does yeah. for money, <laughs> Jared? Then what is this? Or candy, <laughs> Jared? Jared, are you a are you a this howdy is an do illusion. that? <laughs> I think Jared is a howdy do that. I'm He's a howdy do that. So, go and get your own Aztec tomb today from the Bluth Company. Here's my new illusion. Africadabra! Welcome, everybody, to Man Cave Movie Night, um, a podcast where three orange boys talk about TV and movies they like. Oh, I'm Niall. I'm Jared. And Lucas. <laughs> and we are here today to bring to you guys a very special announcement. Um, oh. This is maybe the biggest news we've ever had Ooh. as a podcast. And it is that according to listennotes.com. <laughs> highly <we> reputable. <laughs> very highly reputable. Known Everybody knows about know, Every time you open a podcast, people won't shut up about them. That's, <laughs> that's, one of those, that's one of those websites that we keep open in our browser just because we know we're going to close it and then want to reopen it again. But, so but hey, the listener still yeah. doesn't know what we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking about listennotes.com. According to listennotes.com, <laughs> we are one of the top 5% most popular podcasts in Ooh, the, ever, yeah. I guess, I think. So let's give it up for us. a round of applause give it up for, for us. that. Now, we don't know what um, that means or what the <laughs> no metrics clue. are for that. We, we do know that it is measuring us included with the other 2,944,079 other podcasts. Um, there honestly might be that, more at this point. The, oh, yeah. There's, well, there yeah, I searched it. it I'm was sure like, it goes up every day. It was like 50 million, but it still said we were in the top five, so. Whoa. Jeez. Well. But... Um, yeah, we're in the top 5% of podcasts in terms of quality, I think, is also. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. So I wanted to say thank you so much for listening, and you have a yeah. great night. Thank you. We'll see you next time. And that's the, <laughs> that's the <laughs> episode. We'll see you guys. Uh, no, we've got even more to keep ourselves going. Uh, Maybe no we can get into the, the top 1%, one. 1% Ooh. or into the top point six. 
six percent. That would that's is, the dream. Is, is if we can get to top point six, then then I'll be really happy. Yeah, then I can die. Finally. So um, for for us to dark uh, start, dark start, <laughs> very dark start. No, it's not a. It's not that I want to die because I don't enjoy life. It's that I want to die because I am uh, one thousand years old. It's also tired. it would be a great, I'm tired of being here. Great marketing ploy, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Plus, if you die listening guy. to the podcast, you get to meet Lucas in the afterlife. That's true. That's true. Because if you don't listen to it then you don't get to meet me. No. That's true. The grand arbiter of right the, and wrong the within the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper um, between this realm and the next. But, guys, I'm really excited about today's word. episode. <laughs> hey, Lucas. Shut up. <laughs> I'm really excited about this episode uh, because we are talking about one of the things in this world that I'm maybe the most passionate about. Yeah. Um, this is a show that I think all three of us bonded over. Is This w- had to have been one of our initial bonding points was this show. Probably. Yeah. Because I feel like this is one of those shows where you meet other people that have seen this show. And it's like, it's like a Texan meeting another Texan where it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't care anything else about you. Uh, you're from We're Texas. best friends We're, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that is very true for people that have watched Arrested Development. Um, It is a great show about a wealthy family who loses everything and the one son who has to keep them all together. (laughs) Very nice. That was well done. Very well done. um, It is... It's so funny. And it unfortunately suffered... um, from just coming out at the wrong time yeah. because it's very clearly designed kind of to be watched together watching like like a binge watching like style show basically if you aren't paying attention to the opening credits and the ending credits of episodes it would be hard especially in the first season to even tell where one episode ended and another began because the through lines through the episodes and how consistent Mm -hmm. they are in picking up on little tiny threads that they let, like they kind of set up in one episode and they pick it back up later on. It's insane the attention to detail in these jokes and how everything kind of flows together. And it was just coming out before you could stream shows before you could record things onto a dvr it was you were watching it on a weekly basis and you just kind of didn't get the same effect and so it only lasted three seasons and then got revived for two other very controversial seasons um that that kind of had very different feels i still think that season four has some of the best like jokes (laughs) Jokes. in there but just the it suffered from structural differences but that's kind of the idea of of, yeah yeah and then five was real rough (laughs) Um, dude five just makes me sad that was hard to watch but seasons one through three not only were they masterfully done ahead of their time in the streaming world but also the format of the show hadn't really been done yet or done uh, well yet it was, if, mm-hmm. if it had been but it's this you know it's kind of mockumentary style or at least like shot somewhat Similar, like yeah. similarly without like the, the zooms and yeah this the the quick pans the zooms the kind of like continual shots yeah um it's not there's no interviews or what, what would you call it what would you call those like talking head talking type heads, interviews yeah. yeah so there's none of those but it was still like in a world of TV shows like Seinfeld, you know, on a stage in yeah. front of a live audience, uh, you know, we we had uh, we had Arrested Development, and yeah. it perfected it. It you know was able to do so much with such a little budget, and mm-hmm. it relied so much on the writing, on the actors, and on the director yeah. that like the budget didn't matter. Like everything else worked so well for at least three seasons but the ratings kind of killed them yeah it's really funny because in (laughs) in the third season the so it's narrated by ron howard as well which is really funny because he's got a great narrator narrator voice and in the third season in like the second half ron howard director of the grinch 
The Grinch also. <laughs> and almost director of Solo. And Opie well, Taylor he... in the Andy yeah. Griffith show. <laughs> Star of <laughs> yeah. the Andy Griffith show. Also, he was in American, uh, American Graffiti, directed by George Lucas. Oh, there you go. Oh, I didn't realize that he was in that. Yep. It's been a while since I've watched that one. Yeah. Was he um, the American? No, American. he's the graffiti. He's the graffiti, yeah. Okay. Harrison Ford is the American. He's the graffiti. Gotcha. Also, fun fact, Ron Howard was not even meant to be the the doing the commentary, like the narration of this yeah. show. He was a placeholder, and then they liked his voice so much that they were like, should we just have him do it? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it worked out. He's the owner of the production company that made the show, right? Yeah, correct. And so, yeah, they had him do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's freaking funny. It's so well done. I everything about this show, the first three seasons, is just so original and genuinely funny. And it's it's so many things. Like you would watch this show now and think, oh, this is derivative of The Office or of X or Y or Z. And it's like, no, this was early two thousands. Like. Things yeah. are derivative of it, not the other way this around. This was pioneering yeah. stuff. Um, well, and it's so quick wit, so, like, pun-based, where just, like, the joke is a pun, but it's taken to an extent and, like, revealed in such yeah. a great way. Yeah, like yeah. Anyang. Like <laughs> Anyang, like Lucille. Oh, uh-huh. You know what yeah. I mean? Lucille, yeah. All Amazing. of the, yeah, they're Lucille like, jokes. Like, the best jokes on television happened in this show, and they're puns. The... The boat that's called the C word. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. like S E A. We need to get the C word out of here. I'll get. I'll leave when I'm good and ready. So funny. It's it's just so cleverly written and just so masterfully like interwoven all the stories. Um, and everyone who's in it too is hilarious. The whole cast yes. mm-hmm. is just so star-studded cast, not star-studded at the time. Yeah, no. But but Michael Sarah, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, like Michael Sarah looks like a completely different person. He aged <laughs> oh, so yeah. poorly. Well, oh this yeah, is dude. Poor was this Michael pre <laughs> pre super bad Michael Sarah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like had not even his breakthrough film happened yet, and no, he still. Young, young and boy. is also a brilliant performance so funny. in so this good. show. And his it relationship just... with uh, Bateman is so funny. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And the brilliant. with with the Ron Howard narration too. Something I'll see a lot on Reddit. Whenever there's like a post about someone doing something stupid or claiming they did something, uh, one of the top comments will always be like in italics like he didn't or something like that because <laughs> yeah, the did. narration of Ron <laughs> Howard is so frequently like they'll be having a conversation and one of the characters will claim to do something and then his like omnipotent voice will just say he hadn't or he, <laughs> he didn't, didn't. <laughs> or he didn't. it was like yeah I remember to do that and then Ron Howard just says he hadn't and yeah. it's, it's just so it's just so funny yeah well and this is these are the directors I mean we have to you know give props or, or credit with credits due this is the Russo brothers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it went on up, headed up by them. At right, least. exactly. I mean, I know they were the starting directors yep. uh, mm-hmm. in season one, um, who went on to direct a bit of Community, if yep. not you know a, a chunk of that, which also I think is a great show for the first yeah. three yeah. seasons. Yep. Uh, and then you know a couple small indie films known <laughs> as you know like uh, Captain America: Civil War and. Uh, you know, Infinity Adventures, War Infinity, Infinity, Infinity War, War Endgame. Endgame. Uh, and Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. definitely yeah, Winter Soldier. A, a, like a redefining movie. Like, these yeah. guys were just visionaries. Mm. They've they've been visionaries with everything they've done. You and know? the great man. And then man. Mitchell, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Hurwitz, the, the writer of all of it, is just a mastermind writer. Like, you, you kind of can't do it better than this, dude. You can do it as good as and different, but you can't do it better True. than than the first three seasons of this show. Um, honestly, like if after all of that you still don't want to watch it, I don't care. Do it. You should anyway. go and watch <laughs> yeah. it anyway because it's just brilliant. And honestly, every time I even have a conversation with somebody about it, I'm kind of like, should Maybe. I just go back and watch? Seriously, All of that again, this conversation real quick. right now is making me want to go rewatch <laughs> I know. it. Yeah. I, know. I, uh, I started it recently with 
my roommate Johnny. Shout out to Johnny. Shout out. Hello. And we we've slowly been watching the first season, but we've kind of tapered off. So this is our reminder, Johnny. Let's get back on the on the nice. on the saddle. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yes. Let's finish um, off season one and and keep going. I don't know if we specifically defined why we say the first three seasons, but it was canceled. I don't know if we said that. It was canceled no, after didn't. season three, and then it was picked up by Netflix like ten ish years, years later, later mm-hmm. um, for season four, and then like another eight years after that, season five. So seasons four and five are way after season three, um, and because of that, obviously everyone is older and they have to adjust and change a lot of things. Season four has its upsides and downsides. It's very different, just because they were trying to get back into it. They did two um, cuts the scheduling of it. conflicts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, because that's of that. the big thing. Everyone is so much bigger ten years later, and so they're like, "Well, yeah. we want to have all these people in it, but it's very hard to because they're all working on other things." And then season yeah. five, they kind of have more of them together, but at the same time, they had no story with season five, and so it just was not good. Yeah. Um, no. Unfortunately, I rewatched season five. Like I rewatched the whole thing last year, or like the beginning of this year, and it really is kind of sad. Like watching season five and just—I mean, it's all the same actors, it's all the same talent, but it's just not at all at the same level, and it's just kind of heartbreaking because I just think back about how good those first three seasons are, and just the potential—the potential was there to have another great season or two—and they just dropped the ball. Unfortunately, it still has its good moments, but overall. Oof! If you're gonna watch it, just watch the first three seasons. And if you know you're into that, you're like, oh, I want more. You can watch the other two. I wouldn't say don't watch them, but the first three are just so good. I would even say that season four is worth it because it does yeah. have some of my very favorite jokes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would watch the recut version though. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they've kind of edited it around to feel more like the original three seasons, but. Um, yeah, we could even just ramble on forever about how much we love it, but I think as is tradition when we're talking about an ensemble, ensemble comedy TV series, we gotta figure out who we all are. Who's who, baby? Ooh, baby. I've been thinking about my own a lot, and I've, I think I've identified, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say who any of these are, I'll share afterwards, but I know who... My friends here at Utah State would say I am, mm. and I know who my parents and f- and my family would say who I am, and they are two very different characters. Interesting. Can I guess one of them is Job's puppet, Franklin? Is that the name? <laughs> <laughs> Franklin. Franklin, and the other one is... I won't go no company country club, <laughs> you freak! And the other yeah, one is dude, Franklin's great. Uh, no, Anyang is not one of them, and Franklin is also not one of Whoa, them. Whoa, okay, but we don't know Nile, what I'm saying is, <laughs> all of these, all of these characters, I feel like they all represent such real sides of people yeah. oh, that yeah. you can see a little bit of yourself in just about everyone. Hopefully not very much Buster, but even there, <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's... Go All right, for do each me other. first. Who's do up me. first? Do me first. Do Lucas, Lucas first. Lucas, 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 Lucas. Probably Job. I think Job. I think Job's good. I think Job's. I... And the reason being, um. Just nobody takes you seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the underappreciated oldest in the family. And You're always just doing dumb stuff. You can't. It couldn't be Nile, like, okay? Because Nile knows too much Spanish. <laughs> he knows enough <laughs> yeah. Spanish to know <laughs> yeah. Hermano yeah. means brother. Mon frere. Fratello. That's Dude, that episode is... I don't know why I know that. <laughs> yeah. Six years of Spanish. What's up, Fratello? What's that? Oh, it's Italian for brother. <laughs> so funny. It's like, hermano. Um, yeah, Job. I'll accept Job. I was going to say Tobias, just because he's such a derpy, a wacky. Case. Just, yeah, absolute. <laughs> yeah. Just weirdo. That's true. Um, yeah, I could see you being but like, biased. But like we were kind of saying, it's kind of hard to fit one person. Yeah. Like with I mean, they're the all character. extremes, again, they're extreme of like of certain qualities. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, real quick, shout out to Kel, who is 100% Lucille Bluth. 
Oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I don't know if either of you guys have seen the Lucille side of my mom, but it is glaringly evident sometimes. <laughs> no, and I every not. time we make the comparison with with Lucille to my mom, she loves it. She is she like idolizes Lucille Blue. Cut so, to, cut to her right now. She's Gal. like, I never cared for Niall. <laughs> yeah, I love all of yeah. my children equally. Well, that's been the joke in the family a couple of times, mainly with mainly with TJ. But oh, gotcha. I don't care for TJ. That's he's the so middle funny. child, so he's got middle child syndrome. Yeah, fair like, enough. Okay, so either Job or Tobias. I think both of those fit very, very well for for different reasons. But yeah. I'm with you. Cool. Who's Jared? Oh, Jared. Jared's Jared's hard for me to. Yeah, Jared is hard. Um. But I, Michael, move on. Yeah, I, I feel like say, I always get the gym character. <laughs> you're the straight man. <laughs> yeah, I'm the straight man. Michael. Am I not edgy enough? A little bit you're of not Michael. Job, um, Wait, but not yeah. not the same Job parts that I would have. Yeah, you've got the you've got the illusionist side yeah, of Job. Yeah. <laughs> what about the very presentation <laughs> side of you know Job. always mm, trying the... to do the biggest best thing. I have the Job who wants to be the involved of the company, but does not want to do yeah. anything with that. He just wants the title. Um, do you even want to manage the company? No, but I'd like to be asked. <laughs> Which I think is one of the most relatable lines in all of television. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Especially like if you're an older or the oldest child. Yeah. Or just, yeah, akin to that stuff. Um, what about dude. a... You could say Lindsay for me. Oh, yeah, actually, that, that's a pretty good. I feel like Lindsay's I feel like pretty good fit. Not yep. super ditzy, but like I, you know, maybe a little more center of attention. Like pick me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wearing the slut shirt into prison. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, she's like, why is no one? He's like, doing please <laughs> stop <laughs> bleeding me dry. <laughs> bleeding me dry, Lindsay. <laughs> Oh, a lot of in jokes this episode. Yeah, guys. hopefully, you gotta hey, watch if, if you've you seen like Arrested show, Development, you're with you are, us. You are loving yeah. this episode. If you've never <laughs> seen it, you're like, what is happening? What is going? Who on? is this Lindsay is and chaos. Job and Tobias? Yeah, Job, Gob, Gob a magician Gob. named Gob. Gob. <laughs> Gothic Castle. Here, here's here's uh, okay. So for Niall, I've got two answers. Okay. The first one is Oscar. Because we oh. we all know that Nile is actually bile because the actual Nile <laughs> is true, yeah. gone ah, from yep, us. Yep. So you are the <laughs> the twin brother. See, of but I feel like I would be George Senior because I don't have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> His only attribute. Oscar's the one with the beautiful, with the beautiful mane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other one, and I don't know why I think this. Maybe it's just energy alone, but maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's not I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's not true chaos. Yeah, true chaos, and just kind of like I'm getting my way. It's regardless. funny because you know, I mean, like yeah. in a good way. In a yeah, good yeah. way. No, yeah, absolutely. The more we talk about these characters, the more I realize like every single one of them, in some way or another, just wants yearns to be the center of attention so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, dude. but they don't really ever get it. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, Niall, I'm I'm curious to hear what you thought people would say for you. Um, I think my friend group up here would call me Job. Okay, and my family. Well, as soon as I said Buster, I was like, well, that's always kind of been the joke with my family is that I'm Buster. You're the young, <laughs> um, the youngest. But I think that Mama's truly, boy. I am treated more like uh, George Michael. <laughs> just kind oh, of nice. like yeah, yeah, yeah. sad youngest boy <laughs> who's just like doesn't get what he wants <laughs> a little pushed around every now and then but but yeah I, the joke has always been that i'm buster because i am definitely a bit of a mama's boy shout out to kel shout out to kel <laughs> and uh have no social competency whatsoever <laughs> so i think i think then what i'm hearing i know you said that but we're all a bit of job yeah, yeah. So we've got a bit of Job in all of us. <laughs> three Jobs. Three Jobs on we this podcast. We should rename our podcast to just the Three Jobs. 
The three jobs or three gobs. <laughs> three, <laughs> three gobs. <laughs> That'd be a really successful name, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, three gobs. Yeah, beautiful. So that was fun. So now that, that we got like, that out now, of the way. Now that we got that, that was, out of the that way. That was GG. Let's, let's jump into some it. questions. Yes. Yeah, some um, real ones. Jared, I don't remember. I, I think it was you. Yeah, yeah, let's do yours first. We can start with mine. Uh, we've been making so many inside jokes and references, and guess what? This is Let's one of those shows <laughs> that references itself plenty of times. It's oh, very yes. self-aware. Yeah. It's very like kind of meta, where it like totally understands what it's doing, and so with that, you get a lot of running jokes, running gags, and so I was going to ask, what is your favorite running gag in the show? In a show, basically, that is. 90% running jokes. Yeah, yeah. one so, big running gag. Yeah, so uh, take your pick. Just what's the one that just makes you laugh the most every time it comes up? <laughs> my my favorite is, um, I'll, I'll do the broader version and I'll make more uh, more specific, but it is yeah. Job's like constant business ventures, just his constant <laughs> yeah. like little hobbies or things that he's trying to like f- be successful at. Um, and then more specifically with that, is the bees that he <laughs> sells um, yeah. or collects or whatever it is he does with them that recurs yeah. the, a few the, times here and there. Um, yeah. My favorite... The bees slash beads interaction <laughs> is one of the funniest things in all of television because there's no explanation for what it even is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just like 10 seconds of pure comedic genius yeah. that is related to nothing else at all (laughs) my favorite um interaction with the bees or like my favorite conversation about the bees is when uh job and lucille are visiting um george senior in prison and he somehow he came with for some reason a vanity i can't remember what it was but they're talking and (laughs) somehow his bee business comes up and they're both just like what and she's like what are you gonna do with bees and he's like i don't know like give them as a gift or something and then she says, who would want a bee as a gift? And that is just one of my absolute favorite lines of that show. It is such a funny idea of just oh. giving someone a bee as a gift and then her calling well, him out on it. it so well, good. And r- like right before that, you've also got his other business venture with um, Tobias, their Go Bias Industries. Yeah. For mm. go buy us some drinks. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. like the stupidest. I and mean, what a awesome pairing. Just the two most psychotic family <laughs> members <laughs> together. But oh dude, yeah. All of the job stuff is is really wonderful. Um oh, I'm I'm struggling to, to narrow this one down. With this one, admittedly, um, We've had a little less prep time on on getting our answers together. Mm. However, oh no, I think that somebody maybe just fell really hard in my apartment. (laughs) There was a really loud thud that just happened. Uh, Um, I can can go if you want. Yeah, give me a second because I've got it narrowed down to like a couple, but I want to to feel confident about my answer. Okay, I've got a couple as well, but I'm going to go, I'm going to just do two. One kind of honorable mention. And one that is like my my actual answer. So my honorable mention is uh, just the music that they play sometimes. And this is so random, but they oh, just repeat songs. Like yeah. there's one that I I think about all the time, and it's the kind of like George Michael saucy song, and it's like, "What you trying to say to me?" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And whatever that plays, I just think it's so every basically every time he thinks about me. Yeah. What you trying to say to me? Oh, dude, so funny. So, and then the Christmas the time Christmas is here, here every yeah, time he's every time sad. anyone's sad. Michael, <laughs> hang Michael heads also down. has a couple times where he does it and it plays. Yeah, yeah. So funny. So that th- that's kind of just one. Is just how the music plays into it every time. It's just really funny. Um, but oh man, don't tell me I forgot it. My actual answer. Find it. Find, Find the it. answer. Um, don't let it slip. Don't let it slip away. Uh, Is it slipped? 
Oh man, it's it's lipid. Because I kept thinking okay. about uh, another one. <laughs> I've got, I'm like, it's I've, not my favorite. There was another one that was but yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, you go, you go, you yeah, go. Yeah. I've oh, got wait, mine. I remember that. I remember okay. that. Oh, great, 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 great. And that's Gene Parmesan. <laughs> Gene Parmesan <laughs> oh, yeah. so funny. It's just every time. There's a character, a private investigator type character, who just shows up like at random points and Lucille is obsessed with him <laughs> in so, the most conspicuous <laughs> costumes oh, ever. At all. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and he just like rips off a mustache and he's like it's me <laughs> and Jean. she's good <laughs> she just screeches she gets so excited <laughs> and that's a great one too because that's a super infrequent one mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like he shows up like maybe twice or three times a season. And so like all of the other running jokes are every episode. And then sure. you just have Gene who's like more peppered in there. He's awesome. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. great. Um, what you got, Niall? Well, I've got a bunch of honorable mentions. I'm still having a hard time narrowing it down. I'm going to, yeah, one. I might do quick fire. So first of all, we've got two of the great Tobias running gags, which are his never nude um, oh, condition, yeah. um, which I always forget every time I rewatch it, how late into the series they actually reveal the never nude uh-huh. plot yeah. line and how many times before that, they show him in just jean mm-hmm. cutoffs, like they. <laughs> it was it always is. part of the plan. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite things about this show. It's it never really feels like they're introducing a new joke that they thought of for that episode. It feels like they're finally deciding to let you in on the joke yeah, when a new yeah, joke yeah. comes up, and it. it's yeah. it's awesome. Um, also with Tobias. Um, <laughs> His painting himself blue as a stand-in member for the Blue Man Group. (laughs) And as such, the the running joke being just progressively through that season, there's just more, like, blue paint smears on the walls (laughs) from times he's forgotten that he's covered in blue paint. By the end of the season, the house is just, like, Covered in blue smudges. It's so clever. I also love his hair um, plugs that he gets that one time. That's not a running yeah. gag, but just now he's just like, the hair oh, plugs. Yeah. They're killing brilliant. him. They're <laughs> sucking his <laughs> life sucking away his from life him. They do not look good at all. And he's like riding um, around in a wheelchair because they're killing him. <laughs> but it's I think hair plugs. One of the great jokes of this show that basically everybody that has watched this show has really centered themselves around this running gag is the chicken dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh um, absolutely. Great Starts out gag. with just Job's horrible impersonation cool. of a chicken, cool. 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 and then slowly they develop that everybody in the family <laughs> has their, their own <laughs> chicken dance, and none of them are even kind of like a chicken. Kukukacha! and there's the scene where all of them are doing it together and it's just let's all let's all do it let's all do it that was surely undesirable michael's like oh yeah he's like i don't think you've ever seen a chicken before <laughs> has anyone in this family ever seen a chicken see okay along um, those lines and then also lucille's racism oh um, <laughs> it's horrible but oh my goodness but yeah it's Just really everything funny. she says you're like this is insane and you're also knowing that they're writing this character to be the worst person yeah, 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 ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing like, well a funny thing about that is there is a line where Lucille hands Michael, uh, George Michael, five dollars and says, "Here's five dollars. Go and watch a Star War." So <laughs> go see a Star Wars. War. No, she I, doesn't. She say that to Anyang? Uh, maybe I thought it was to George Michael and maybe, but it could be I to Anyang too. <laughs> um, but the the whole chicken dance thing, Frozen has two Arrested Development references in it. The chicken dance is in Arrested Development or in Frozen. Uh, Frozen being the Disney animated movie. Um, oh. The Duke of Wesselton <laughs> oh, gotcha. does the exact um, chicken dance that um, Lindsay does. And then also, when they're singing, Anna and I don't remember the guy's name, 
Um, but she Fred says, Rickoff. yeah, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> we Hans. finished each other's, oh, and then he says sandwiches, or she says sandwiches. One of them says, we finished each yeah. other's sandwiches, which is something that they say in Arrested Development first as well. Yeah. Um, we finished each other's sandwiches? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Why would I say sandwiches? <laughs> okay, that time I was going to say sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. That one doesn't even feel like a reference, though, in Frozen. I remember watching that when it came out and thinking, joke theft. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just straight up. Well, yeah, that it's that and... I mean, the chicken heads is literally exactly the same. Yeah. It's, it's just ripped. And fair. there was something else entangled from Frozen, or from Arrested Development. I can't remember what it is. But um, it's, it's when like they one of those jokes when we were kids. The guy over the wall. Remember <laughs> yeah. that? In, remember yeah, that in uh, Arrested Development? Yeah. Well, there's the one where the prisoner runs up the <laughs> stair car, uh, stairs, and jumps <laughs> over the prison wall. So funny. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, geez. those are some good uh, running gags. Well, I'll say, and also speaking of like these kind of running gags, or like not running gags, but like references to Arrested Development, those projects like Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, Mm -hmm. because it's the same director, you see a lot of references as well. Like the Tobias Blue himself, like that kind of like paint job in uh, Infinity War. Like you can see him. I think it's in the stair car in the background of Civil War. Yeah, Yeah. in the background of Civil War, yep. And uh, I think that's like one of the collector's in Infinity War is like mm-hmm. in what yeah, jar he, yeah. or something, right? He's in a jar. <laughs> in Infinity War, the, basically the biggest movie that had ever come out up to that point. There's and there's Tobias. Yep. In it. And Tobias, just Junke. a man with a mustache and glasses mm-hmm. painted blue wearing jean cutoffs. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of uh, community cameos. There's not really any Arrested Development yeah, cameos, but a bunch of community yeah. cameos are in those movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Daniel Shirley is in Winter Soldier, yeah. and then the guy who makes the hot dog thing—he's in—he's the principal um, from Community. But um, the dean, the dean, yeah, whatever, whatever yeah, they call not him. the principal. Are you kidding me? Yeah, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> How dare I besmirch his good name? <laughs> but um, well, I don't remember if it was my joke or your joke. Not joke. Question, Niall, for the the. <laughs> Not well, running joke, but like individual episode or. Oh, that was my okay, question. Cool, ask it. You want me to ask yeah, that? Ask okay. it. That's a good question. So here's my question. That's <laughs> definitely my question. And while I ask this, Lucas, go ahead and just try to remember what your question was. Okay. Um, <laughs> my question is: um, This is a little more open-ended, less about running jokes, and more: What is either your your favorite like? episode or your favorite kind of single because for every running joke that they have there's also 50 just self-contained jokes that kind of happen Mm -hmm. one time and they'll maybe reference it again but nothing to the level of like their running gags so what is either your favorite episode or favorite kind of like single joke or single moment or thing that happens in the show this is basically just to Highlight some of the stuff that's not in the that running joke category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will, I guess, go. Um, I, I, I'm trying to remember like the name of the episode, but mine is the one where they recreate the. It's in the first season. It's like mm, the paintings. The paintings episode. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but it's my my favorite line comes from that. Uh, <laughs> that episode and i actually say it quite a bit (laughs) and it's like when uh so basically in the episode uh, big spoilers for the episode you know yeah spoilers for a rescue moment back in early 2000s um so basically uh george michael has to be in this painting right of is it the creation is that what it's called yeah, yeah, creation yeah, of Adam. Yeah. Creation it's of Adam. a live yeah, yeah. action recreation of it. Recreation of like like paintings, right? Uh-huh. And so he has to be Adam while uh uh was my what's George. George George yeah, George Senior. George Senior. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. George Senior is God in this painting. They're doing like the fingers touching each other. You can look up the painting. Just it's go look it up. It's in Sistine Chapel. It's pretty classic. Yeah. Two fingers. Pretty he, classic. He is granted um, 
brief release from prison to participate in this festival <laughs> yes. and then return directly to prison afterwards. Yes. Um, and so in this episode, George Michael has to like dress as Adam in this, who is naked in the, uh, in the painting. Right. <laughs> and so he's got like a muscle suit for it and he's got a little like piece, you know, for <laughs> to down attach there himself. to attach. But he, at the last minute, you know, wears Tobias's never nude shorts instead. <laughs> and in this episode, Tobias like stands up. Everyone like the the paintings revealed. Everyone gasps and Tobias stands up and he's like he's like, it's a real thing. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens <laughs> And that line is my favorite in the whole show. Is oh, there are dozens of us. Dozens. The when he meets that one guy who's a never nude, he's like, I didn't see you at the convention last year. As though, like, every single one is at the convention every single year. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Oh, so, I, you know, so maybe funny. not my favorite episode. I'm sure there are better ones out there, but, but that... There are dozens of us. There are yeah. dozens of us. So funny. I... Um, oh, yeah, go for it. I'm going to my answer now. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to goo my answer I don't know why I said that. I'm going to do it. But the episode, specifically this particular interaction, but it's when George Sr. is able to communicate via Skype or via like a a proxy, and he has a guy with a camera on him. And then he has like an earpiece in, so he basically recreates him via like a GoPro and like an earpiece so he can like speak. He's like the eyes and ears of him as he's in prison. And they have this like video this call. This dude with no vocal control <laughs> no, at all. No. Um, and they have this video call. And um, they do it on their TV, right? And it's just on for a while. And then later they come back during the episode. And they find out that the video feed had kept going. And George Michael, who is the young, who's Michael Sarah's character, is like... Um, wait, that's still on? So when they said, hey, you boy, they were talking to me? I was the boy? And then he turns on the TV, and there's just all these prisoners just looking into their house. Just bending down, looking at the camera. (laughs) That, I think, is maybe my single favorite shot of the whole show. Is that when when he turns on the TV screen, and they're just bending down, (laughs) looking at the camera, and he freaks out and turns it back off? Quick lore correction. Um, that scene and when he has the actual physical proxy yeah, not the same are time. two separate yeah, arcs. That's true. But both parts oh, of yeah, when yeah, yeah. Um, George Sr. is up, basic idea. still connecting with the family despite him being in prison. Yeah. Um, and running the affairs of the family company mm-hmm. from prison. <laughs> from prison. Um, Which is very loud. Yeah. Super loud. Everybody yeah. does it. Yeah. Um, I think... Oh, it's it's hard for me, but I, I every time I'm going to say one, there's going to be a bunch more that are going to pop into my head, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, I think maybe Buster... Oh, these are from the same episode. Maybe this is just my episode. First of all, it's the episode that starts out with them using the cornballer. Yes. Which is is another great running um, gag. Yeah. Which is the frying (laughs) um, machine that George Sr. used to market, and now he can only market it in Mexico (laughs) because it's highly illegal in the United States because it burns too hot, and everybody through the episode is just burning themselves. Um, which also leads to one of the lines that my mom quotes the most from this show, shout out Cal, which is, everybody's laughing and playing and cornholing but Buster. (laughs) Um, Which is so funny. She always talks, anytime she feels left out when her kids are doing something cool, everybody's laughing and playing and cornholing but me. (laughs) Um, But in that same episode is the moment where all of the kids 
of all of Lucille's children are kind of bagging on her and talking about how, yeah. you know, like it's like it's like she gets off on being withholding. <laughs> no, that's that's what that's what Buster says. They're all talking yeah. about her, and then oh, he says yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, she yeah, gets yeah. off on being withholding, and they're like, Whoa, "Oh, does Logan Buster have Buster. something to say?" <laughs> And he's like, I'm mom, and I'm going to control every aspect of your life. And, like, pretending to smoke a cigarette. And they're all like, oh, man, this is, like, this is funny. Because this mama's boy who's never had anything negative to say about his mom is finally kind of letting loose. But then he just goes off onto the most insane, vulgar rant that just ends up being one long bleep (laughs) for, like... 30 straight <laughs> seconds. That's another great running gag is that they bleep everything yeah. in the show, which is funnier than hearing what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And he just like, it's this big bleep that's interrupted by Buster and then starts bleeping <laughs> again. And he just keeps yelling and then cuts back in with, you old horny slut! <laughs> and he like readjusts his glasses and kind of sits down and it just cuts to um, to Michael. Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just says, well, no one's going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> And that moment is like prime arrested development to me because you have all of the children in the same room and just it's the perfect level of like arrested development style escalation. Yeah. They give you the premise of the scene. They kind of tell you where each of the characters is at. And then it goes zero to 100 faster than you can even comprehend what's happened. It's it's brilliant. Truly. So that's my one. I think it's like the third episode of season one. Nah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, my question, which I have remembered, is if you were to continue the season or the show just right after season three and didn't get canceled and then pick back up, what are some of the things that would have changed or stayed the same or just like how would it have been different than what we did get as a season four and five? So give us a quick reminder of how season three ends. So season three ends with um, Michael and his father and George Michael on a boat leaving the rest of the family to sink after they are getting caught by the police. Right. Mm. Okay. That's like the quickest Yeah, they, they like run away in the yacht, yep. kind of, but then they crash a boat. And, yeah, they have yeah. a smaller boat. It's not the yacht, but it's... Uh, Oh right! They, it, so I it's a, initially just George Michael and and his dad Michael, and then they the episode ends as like a tag is with George Senior also being there, and then that cliffhanger right. was not picked up on for ten years. <laughs> so right, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'll I'll go first because my maybe mine's a little controversial. Let's hear. But it. I don't think the plot was ever really the issue. You know what I mean? I think the way they picked it up in season four. It was great. Everything yeah. about season four, I actually really like. Yeah. It's just some things didn't feel... It never connected really well with mm-hmm. the first three mm-hmm. seasons. So I think if you just like just closed the time and just continued where season four yeah. started, I think it would have mm-hmm. been perfect. You yeah. know, I think it would have it like stayed consistent with the kind of tone. Everyone's age would be appropriate yeah, to the Yeah, instead story. of just all of a sudden... Like way George older Michael has like a neck yeah those beard. little tags on the same scenes where yeah. they're like trying to say it's at the same yeah, time yeah. it's just like oh like, George Michael just looks like a he- like if a wizard found a chicken and turned it into a human <laughs> that's the way that he that, looks in his old yeah. clothes but like season four George Michael goes to college and stuff right yeah like yeah. that's all that I think I mean everything about it is great you know mm-hmm. like I truly like it and yeah again, there's like, a lot that yeah. is very good it's less it's not like the the best season but it's like everything about it is still good yeah they clearly had a lot of ideas that they were able to like kind of like exhale that they could actually do them but the biggest thing is just the time thing makes it hard to implement and the scheduling and all that so that's not a bad opinion at all that's a very yeah my opinion is keep it the same it would kind of fix itself yeah but But and then season five would have been way different for sure yeah because yeah and then i have no clue what to do with season five yeah it's just yeah yeah. just have it be one long day it's all on one day it's all on cinco de cuatro and it's just the entire episode entire season is one day (laughs) you know like the last season of how i met your mother everyone's favorite 
season oh, of any show. Dude, I actually, <laughs> part of why I hate the finale of that show so much is because I actually did like the last season. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then the last episode just nullified it. That's a totally yeah. different episode. I don't think we'll ever do that show as an episode, but yeah, no, yeah, because I would have to watch all. Yeah, because I've seen I would zero not. of it. Well, I, there are good moments, but I would not recommend you watch the whole thing. I would yeah, recommend yeah, like you watch certain episodes, but not hey, watch all nine seasons because it's just too much. <laughs> it's just it. too much time. Rewatch yeah. Seinfeld. I would. I would I'm going to rewatch Seinfeld yeah. before I. But if we did like a Friends episode, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, we just could just watch yeah, the ten highest rated episodes. Of the best yeah, we could do something. I think like that. that one would actually work. People would actually be listen to that because episodes. people be people our age have seen that more than they've seen people the rest of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, so. that's true. Um, we, met, we we reckon zero people will listen to this episode. Yeah, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Kel. It's Shout kind of fun to, to Kel. Kel will definitely listen. It's to fun this to talk one. about the show because of how much I love it. Yeah, like um, I, we do this for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one for them, one for us. That's all. Last week was. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. That one was for you guys. That was, that was one for them. So all thirty this of you for us. to it. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, and then all six of you who listen to this one, we're welcome. We're welcome. This is gonna get um, less listens than Lucas talks about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Arrested Development's got a pretty solid following nowadays, but it damn anyway, well. Um, <laughs> I. Well, um, let's, let's <laughs> hey, chill, man. I'm older now. I'm you kiss, allowed to You kiss swear. your mama with that mouth? Um, the C word. I think one of my favorite things about this show, it's basically the exact opposite of the thing that I love about Always Sunny, which is I love in Always Sunny how they basically never, in, until like season 12, they just kind of didn't close any plot threads yeah. ever. They were like, okay, Charlie loves the waitress and she hates him, and that is always the dynamic. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of fun that they would never like close off their best jokes. They just kind of left them running. Yeah. Where Arrested Development takes characters to insane places, just evolves them way more than any other show would ever be willing to do, <laughs> but does it so confidently. And they do it confidently because they know that they're taking these characters to really funny places that it doesn't matter. Any other show, you take a main character and chop their hand off and give them a hook (laughs) hand for the rest of the season, for the The rest of the series, it, it feels like maybe you're jumping the shark a little bit. Or you give a character hair plugs and he is confined to a wheelchair for the entire season. It's it's kind of a drastic or, change. Or you make them and other shows, one of the main characters' love interest, his cousin, and then they do eventually get together. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's followed um, through on. One of the things that I love about this show is that they are very clearly not worried at all about going to the absolute extremes, and I think just keep keep going with those extremes yeah. with Buster. Maybe start, maybe have him lose a leg or something. I don't know. I don't really care. But just think about, like, what I would want from them is to, and I didn't really feel like they did a lot of this in season four, um, is keep these characters, but just kind of propel them even farther forward into their just total descent into, like, barely even being like members of society anymore, you know, (laughs) like I think one of the biggest examples of that, that they had were that season four was, that's the one where they have George Michael in college with his face block. Yeah. Fake block. Yeah. Fake Fake block. block. That's, that's what it's called. And that is a pretty big departure from what George Michael had been in previous seasons, you know, is like that kind of, evolution for him oh also the george michael woodblock being able to keep perfect <laughs> i love that so the running gag is so stupid and just brilliant and when he's in college he like has two extra clicks and he's like and that's when we should have stopped and they're like yeah but we all stopped together <laughs> and he's like yeah, yeah. but <laughs> oh it's so funny um but i basically what i would want to see out of a immediate immediately following season four rather than, you know, the canceled for 10 years season four 
is just more character, I guess, amplification. Yeah. Taking all of the things about these characters and just making them way worse. Also, I will say, season three is greatly affected by the fact that they knew they were going to be canceled. Yeah, that's true. A huge part of the plot is them kind of like barely even masking these super meta jokes about the their studio canceling them yeah. and going to other studios and they they have it all like they're it's a real estate thing they're going to other companies and pitching this idea to them and they're like no we don't want to do 22 houses we only want to do 10 houses <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they're like no but every other company is doing 22 houses which is all you know for Episode, episodes yeah, yeah. 22 episode is the standard season length and there are even parts where Ron Howard in his narration is like, please watch seriously, like, tell your friends, tell your friends <laughs> yeah, about yeah. this show yeah. and like not even masked at that point. And so I do think that there are a lot of plot threads that wouldn't have happened in season three that they could have kind of kept dragging out for season four, such as the George Michael and maybe stuff with, you know, them actually ending up together and Michael and Lindsay finding out that they're not siblings, yeah. but then finding out that they actually are yeah. siblings again, like that kind of stuff is, is stuff that I feel like maybe would have been extended out a little bit, but um, I don't really have any specific stuff, but I just basically taking their, Oh, maybe uh, following up on the thread of Tobias maybe actually being black and not white, which is a joke that they allude to very few times. But if you like, I'll send you guys a link to the thing where they put together all of the references they make to <laughs> Tobias is actually black. It's so funny. And I would have loved to see them kind of go through that, that track a little bit more. Cause I just think that it's such a clever, like and they do it in such a just a goofy weird way that it's just great. Also, so. just shout out to Carl Weathers in this show as well. Oh yeah, more Carl <laughs> Weathers always. Where he's like, "Baby, you got a stew going." Well, there's still meat on that bone. <laughs> there's still plenty of meat on that bone. <laughs> he's like, "I think I'd like my seven thousand dollars back." <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah, I I think you guys have made some very valid points. I'm like in a in a similar boat where. Really, the biggest thing that I would want to be different about the newer seasons, because the more we talk about season four, the more I remember that I actually do enjoy it a lot more than I previously may have said. But a new start. It's good. Like, there's a lot of really good jokes in there. (laughs) The king of the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Bring out the king of the Jews. Handcuff. Um, that's also buying for one of my favorite lines. The, the so biggest funny. thing. I just don't say it as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For obvious reasons. Well, there's not a whole lot of opportunities really to. But as soon as I get my Doesn't chance. work into standard conversation. Um, but yeah, the um, idea of. Excuse me. The, like, just the cast, how big they got in the 10 years between. And all the scheduling conflicts that arose that forced the writing to change or forced some of the character interactions to change. Like, if it could have just continued, then it would have been able to be true to what they had originally wanted to do with the characters. And they wouldn't have had to have been juggling different schedules. And, like, even in season five, whatever her name is, um, Lindsay's actress is barely in it. She's in, like, one episode. Like, the, well, yeah, because she looks like a different She looks human like a different person, but also point. she just, like, didn't want to be in it. And so they just yeah. don't have her really in it. And there's like all this weird ADR stuff they do, and it's just like yeah, green, green screens. screens galore, and just like weird. Where they make jokes about it, yeah. and like the jokes are clever, but, but it's it also like nice. I don't want this to be the exactly. show, though. Exactly. Yeah. So if they just could have like continued on the same trajectory, that's really all I would have cared about is just keeping the ball rolling instead of having to just cut it off and then try and roll it again. Where they were able to pick up on a lot of the good ideas that they had for season four, but then by the time season five came around. It was just, uh, it was just too much, but it was done. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, I know that this is a, a cheesy way to end a, a podcast, but it's true. I think I'm going to go and just watch Dude, some yeah, Arrested Development I think I've just convinced myself to start rewatching the show. Because this is, I, this is time for a rewatch. I love it. It's so good. And you can watch it on Hulu and only have the first three That's seasons. That's true. All five are on Not Netflix, even have though. a possibility of watching uh, four season five. four and five. But also season four is great. and I Watch the really... Redux version 
There's two versions. Yeah. On Netflix yep. for season four. The Redux version is in chronological order. The original version is character episodes, which are not nearly as effective. No. Yeah. Well, but I guess. Oh, you had something. No, to say? I was just gonna say. Uh, with that, please, please uh, rate us five stars. Please, yeah, we're please. trying to get recommend to the top us to your friends. Please. Please. Please, please, please recommend us. Please. If you have a friend, please. if you know any people please. who've watched this show, send this episode please. to them. Please, please, please send yes. it to them. It's we're we're please. running out of options. Sh- oh um, gosh, share guys, this. Please, 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 please. please, please. I don't want to say anything, but if you don't share, we. We're going to be canceled. We're going to be canceled. If you don't share, I'm going to make this podcast disappear. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a good illusion. I sank it. You know what an even... I sank the podcast. (laughs) That's a good one, but you know what an even better one is? Hmm. This. What?